Welcome to Not Another Freaking Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daniels. And tonight we and are I'm doing... your host. Wow. Will. I'm doing the intro, asshole. Did you know how we structure this intro? We do introductions and then into the prologue. God. That's fine. Whatever. Amateurs. Fucking amateur hour over here. Well, I'm Will finish. Diamond, the most professional manager, I guess. I don't know. We're doing territory wars. I was trying to get to that. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. I'm JD, and uh, I am allowed on a primary ballot. <laughs> and what are we doing today, JD? Uh, oh, we're doing Territory Wars. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I am the promoter of Clash at Carpet City, and I book the Carpet City draw, Shane Daniels, and I am that promoter, Tyler T.Y. Sutton. Thank you, Sutton. You're welcome. And what are we doing tonight? Oh, we have territory rewards that I'm going to win again. Didn't you lose the last, like, two weeks in a row? <laughs> <laughs> I win all the time. And I am your special guest commissioner for territory wars, Richard Jenkins. Where's Jake? I was going to do that, but uh, apparently you you got it. Good job. Richard Jenkins is here, everyone. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Territory Wars. <laughs> yeah, we're doing Territory Wars. Yeah. Didn't you know, Shane? I, I didn't know. Kind of yeah. like Scotty. Yeah, Jake Man, accidentally got a flat tire and wasn't able to make it, so... Weird Accidentally? How that yeah. Like, he found, like, a knife in, like, four of his tires. <laughs> <laughs> because if you do four, insurance covers it, and I'm not a sucker, so I'll make him pay for those three out of his own pocket. I and mean, I hate whoever... when I intentionally get a flat tire. That's fortunate. The shit was that. So, um, so what about them Cowboys? Who gives a How fuck? about them Panthers? Cowboys. They won their second match of the year. Okay, shut up. All right. So, JD, you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah, I can present first. All right. Well, JD and AIWF are on the floor. All right. First off, explain to me how this works. I've never listened to your podcast before. <laughs> so we're so, going to present a wrestling card to you, and then okay. you're 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 going to declare a winner after we all get done. Did 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 Jake message you about the special stipulation? Um, the only thing he messaged me about was to make sure that none of y'all copy pre-existing. Uh, shows. Apparently, y'all had issues with that in the past. Yeah. Uh, I do know that there is the uh, loser leaves town gimmick uh, going on right now. So, is that the special stipulation for this? Yes. Okay. I real I feel really safe with my life on the line with your your hands. I, I will say this. There is one flaw with this gimmick. That is the fact that there's going to be, at a minimum, three losers in this. So three of you have to leave. <laughs> um, <Yep. laughs> I think, I think you, you got that one. all wrong. Actually, we had to book a Loser Leaves Towns match in our card with the stipulation. Whenever some, whoever loses is gone from our roster forever. Yes. That's, okay, that's way less entertaining then. Uh, sure, go for that then. If, unless the three of y'all decide to quit today, that's fine too. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I'll start. Uh, the AIWF is presenting our Christmas show, Tech the Halls, AI Wrestling Wonderland. Uh, also, I have to, uh, 
I have to tell you this because there were rejected rejected names for this show. Uh, first of all, we had Silicon Slamdown, Festive Fights in the Binary. And the <laughs> the other rejected show name was Circuit Claw Showdown, where code meets the canvas. But we went to attack the halls. Anyway. Why did you not do the fucking first one? <laughs> I like the last one. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, to start off Tech the Halls, we got a first blood match between Bobby Flacco and Zach Dye because it's been a blood feud going since our very first show. And uh, you got to cap it off the first blood match. Uh, Zach picks up the win after pulling off a Drew game special, dumping blood all over, all over Bobby. Uh, Matt Cardona watches on proudly and proclaims that he is no longer Carney Bag Boy and no longer has to carry his bags. Paulie is stuck carrying both of their bags. Paulie's pretty pissed about that. Next, we have an, uh, and well, Bobby Flacco is gone from the AIWF. We'll miss him. Love Bobby. Um, next, we no, have, oh, a little more. No, that was the first blood match. That wasn't my loser leaves match. Next is my loser leaves the AIWF barroom brawl. It's Tank versus Noah Hoffman, continuing that blood feud we had going. Uh, Tank defeats Noah after tasing Noah in the balls because, you know, Noah tased him last time to beat him in the uh, the uh, death match. Uh, Noah's apoplectic as security leads him out, and he vows to get a revenge, but, you know, too bad. He's gone, so he can't really get revenge. Uh, after that, we got a promo from Seven setting up the main event. Seven vows that he'll end the reign of the indie god and his carny bag boy. Response from Matt Cardona and Paul Lee. Matt tells Seven he doesn't need the bag boy, and he'll leave him in the back tonight. Intrigue. Next, we have a Christmas tree ladder tag team championship match. Um, this is between Left Hand Path and Violence is Forever, continuing their feud. Oh, you need to elaborate a bit. I'm, I'm, I'm about to. There's a Christmas tree set up in the middle of the ring. It's got all sorts of dumb tech stuff under it and as decorations. But the, the key is here, you have to climb the Christmas tree to retrieve the belt. You can't use a ladder. Ladders are strictly prohibited when it comes to climbing. Um, so honestly, like those, a ref perpetually posted up holding the tree for them? Uh, well, that, that's what I'm getting, because this, this ends up being a bit of a clusterfuck. Uh, there's a lot of botches because Christmas trees don't really work as ladders. Uh, uh, they so, do if you're a squirrel or a monkey. Yeah, but we don't have squirrels or monkeys in this match. It sounds so, like you booked uh, a really shitty show then since there's no animals involved. Exactly. Deducted. Well, for the finish, though, Dom puts Kevin on his shoulders and takes one step into the branches. And as the tree falls over, Kevin's able to grab the belts down. And uh, this match mercifully ends after a half hour. It was a disservice to both teams, and we apologize. Um, it took and for our to shoot of- 30 minutes to actually finish <laughs> the match. Yeah, that, that's, that's how it went. <laughs> Finally, we have our AIWF heavyweight title match between Matt Cardona and the number one contender, Seven. It's a straight-up match with no shenanigans until we have a ref bump. And then Paul Lee comes down with his fucking flagpole again. But this time, Zach Dyer runs out and takes the flagpole from him and be like, dude, we're not trying to fucking kill people. January 6th is over. We're not going back to it. Your insurrection sucked, and you suck as a person. And uh, this distracts Matt Cardona long enough that Seven destroys him with a choke bomb. Slow count from the ref recovering. One, two, kick out. Matt Cardona is still alive. He's still champ for now. Uh, Zach and Paul get into a fight at ringside over the flagpole. Um, and it, it's just they're going at it. And Matt Cardona, are, they're, they're in all the chaos, Matt Cardona hits radio silence on Seven. One, two, three. The Indie God is still your champ. Uh, post-match. Zach gets pissed and throws Matt's bags at him and be like, I'm not fucking taking part in this stupid flagpole shit. I'm not your carny bag boy. And you know what? Next time, I'm not carrying your bags. I'm carrying your fucking belt. Zach Ooh, is no longer a bag boy. Nasty. Zach is going after the indie guy. He's a belt yeah. boy now. <laughs> yeah. And that ends Tech the Halls. Wow. That was okay. uh, really intriguing. Wasn't um, who I was expecting to leave town, but yeah, we had no use for Noah anymore. Uh, I will I've say you got before. me there for a second. I thought you were going to put your belt on Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> well, Tyler, 
Would you like to go next? Because I know you're going to go a very long I time. I can't fucking wait to hear this. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for being a part of the PBS Pro Slash Holiday Special. Well, this Brought to you by viewers like you, right? Yeah, this episode would not be possible without the contributions of viewers like you. Thank you. Like me? Like you. <laughs> so the first thing also, this, this episode is sponsored by what? Mistletoe this time? <laughs> Babe. <laughs> Christmas spirit. Got into, got into sponsoring this one. You know what? Uh, Big skeleton <laughs> sponsorship ran out. <laughs> you know what? I need to get to this show. So let's go ahead and open it up with the Pro Wrestling Clash Tag Team Championship match with Ichida and Tiger Kid as the champions defending against All Star Special, which is Hold My Beer Hansen and William Huckabee. Simple, good little tag team match. Uh, pretty quick, but your winner and your new tag team champions are the All Star Special. Go back to my notes because this is where it's going to take long because I, I don't know what my life Here we go. Next match is a holiday Haas match with Cyrus and Derek Neal. I do love that the person who actually books shows is the one that's the least prepared for a fake show. <laughs> I'm prepared. You, get, you get five extra points for that. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, it's a big, a big holiday ham of a match between Derek Neal and Cyrus. But what is the, a holiday ham of a match? That's what I just said. Holiday ham of a match. What? Yeah, what, what is, is that? that? It's just big meaty men hitting each other. Big meaty men slapping meat. Yeah. Now I, a I will holiday ham of a match. No, that's great. Now <laughs> most of the time when I have Trade holiday ham, there's like pineapple involved in it too. Is this? Is there a little sweetness to the match as well? Oh yeah, that was part of the finish. Uh, Cyrus okay. <laughs> pineapple. Guys, <laughs> to get the quick roll up. Yes, yeah, Cyrus with the quick quick roll up because he does have agility for a big man. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> and uh, we did get a sponsor from Peeps. Now they are giving their uh, special candy cane flavor peeps. It's, gr- it's so gr- everybody. So there's gonna be a trash can full of peeps at the end of the show, Ben. We we got what their money. Saying? What they do with them? Uh, we just got their money. Okay, my husband's gonna be very disappointed that you're throwing these away. Jericho and I do not stand for this. Oh uh, well, I mean they're in the garbage can. The peak disrespect have- is not allowed. Minus five points. You lost all your goodwill. For Christ's sakes, Richard. (laughs) Next match we have is for the PBS Championship, but it's also a loser leaves town between David Young, the champion, and Aaron Dallas. Aaron Dallas is on a good run, but David Young's on an even better run, especially with his mouth and uh, and whatnot. Really? Wait. What? We're running his mouth. What did you think I said? You said in his mouth and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, come on, dude. You're talking. That's what, what I'm saying. Doing? I didn't want to be. Come on. Oh my god. All right. Well, can I get? <laughs> I get this. Plus one point for JD's show. <laughs> Anywho, it's about a 10, 12 minute match. Uh, it's looking like David Young was going to come out the winner, but um, Aaron Dallas from behind gives him the steel toe from the back of the head and then the, to the front. And Aaron Dallas is your new PBS champion. And David Young what? must leave. Pro what? That's wild. But not before David Young takes off one of the PBS cameras, which now we're really shorthanding on how we do this show now. So we're, 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 we're relying on fan cameras now. <laughs> on fan cam. You got rid of your top draw. You only had one camera for the show? PBS only gives us a budget. It's it's not as as big as... You got that peep money, man. 
<laughs> what did you spend all that peep sponsorship money on? That one camera and well, that and the peeps. <laughs> wait, so wait, they, they sponsored gave you, you money and they to still buy made peeps? you? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, dude, as long as I give us money, I don't care. As long as it goes to <laughs> people for. You just said that Peeps sponsored you Next and match. made you buy Peeps. <laughs> Next Why match. did they just not provide Peeps? I've got a show. <laughs> I'm just saying your financials are shit, okay? <laughs> hey, the, the talent's getting paid for. I don't care. So the next match I'll have here is a happy hardcore holidays match between Sarah Dox and the Carpet City draw, Shane Daniels. You want to guess who won that, Shane? Sarah. Okay, well, let's move on. In the, in, uh, to the- <laughs> <laughs> I'll give insight to how, how the match was. Basically, it was a hardcore match filled with nothing but Christmas things, which would be Christmas trees, candy canes, Christmas sled, uh, Frosty the Snowman. Um, you just name it. That's Wait, the, the actual sorry, Frosty the Snowman? Sorry, a whole-ass sled? A whole ass sled. <laughs> I wait. Is the actual Frosty the Snowman there as a weapon? Hat and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any peeps involved? <laughs> Are the peeps involved? <laughs> Since they provided them, you might you could incorporate them into your show. Well, there was a trash can spot, so I'm sure sure there was. Uh, I mean, I know Shane uh, power bombed Sarah into the trash can, so there was peeps everywhere. But anywho, um, yeah, Sarah Dox, I had her defeating Shane Daniels in a very shocking, clean finish. Wow, Damn, that's, that's tough, Shane. That's wild. That's Sorry. like real life, though. I mean. Next, I have a tag match between Brandon Collins or with Brandon Collins and Terry Rocker Lawler against Daddy Yaller Dance. Very fun little match. It was like 90% entertainment and 10% wrestling. Uh, they all love each other. And um, basically, uh, it wasn't a pinfall or a submission or a count or even no DQ. It was basically they played um, they played tic-tac-toe for a finish because they didn't believe in hurting each other. So are you saying, Tyler, I'm saying the fans were pissed off. So it we're gonna was move ruled a no contest? Oh, there was a winner. That's hilarious. That's a, that's a good call, but there was no, but there was a winner. As soon as, excuse me, as soon as Jay Johnson was going in for that last X to get the victory, Brandon Collins rolled him up one, two, three. I'm lying. It was a pinfall, just to be sneaky, but there was no violence. Why would you lie if you're telling us the? Oh, I'm promoting. I wish every booker would tell that to their talent. Just kidding. It's a pinfall. I'm being sneaky. <laughs> I do have a show coming up. And finally, we go to our main event. It's for the Pro Wrestling Class Championship. Jake Murphy will defend his title against Masked Christmas Superstar. I didn't really get too much information, but I was shocked to see who the Masked Christmas Superstar was at the end of the match. By the way. After 15 minutes of action and almost cheating on Jake's end, um, the Masked Christmas Superstar had won. He had won the belt, raised raised it up over his head, and everybody cheered, and then he unmasked it was Martin Stone. That knee injury was a ruse. It was Martin Stone, and now he is— Do they even celebrate Christmas in Europe? That's against the law. Uh, He lives in Orlando now, so— He's an American. He's got dual citizenship. I think it's fair. And anyway, that has been your holiday special, a pro wrestling clash on PBS for viewers like you. And thank you to Peeps for the sponsorship. Uh, just because I'm just taking notes as we go along here, um, I don't believe I heard any animals featured in your show either. Is that correct? <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. Okay. Points deducted oh. also for you. All right. Well, Tyler, that was thoroughly entertaining. Thank you. It's always a a treat when you give us your show. So, Will? You're pissed that you lost your match. No. 
I should have lost my match. Okay, all right. Should have. She probably used her fucking feet or some shit, if I was to guess. Well, most wrestlers do. No, like her bare feet. <laughs> she knows I hate fucking bare feet, so that's okay. probably how she won. Oh, oh so there was I animals. I thought it was because you had a foot fetish is why that would cause you to lose. No, no. Okay. Those are fucking nasty. Anyways, Global Force is on the clock now, and the reason why I saved Will for second to last is because our show kind of combined for the season finale when we book a joint show that we have been working on since the second Territory Wars. Oh, intrigue. So, figure we give a little context for people if they haven't been sticking with it or they're new. So, I would like to make a slight correction there. You said global forces are on the clock, implying that we're ever off. Oh. (laughs) So, opening things up. It's our holiday showcase spectacular. That's right. We didn't want to just box ourselves into just Christmas. That's fair. Because we're cool. So opening things up, we have a tag team contest. We have TK Cooper and Chuck Mambo, Sunshine Machine, coming out to take our newest formed tag team if you remember how things went down at the last show during one of our two gigantic scaffolding matches. So, suddenly, there's just smoke everywhere because got to have a special debut tag entrance. And then there's a big old bat person. And, and we got an actual bat person. Bat what? Boy's all grown up? Who? Bat Boy. From the Weekly World News. Yes. Oh. (laughs) And then out come the world's finest Dracula hunters. We got the Bites McGee Busters, Alec Price and Mark Haskins. And they start beating the shit out of the bat person. Like beating the piss out of him (laughs) with candy canes. And then they storm the ring. And start swinging on Sunshine Machine with the candy canes. Because what's that? It's going to be a candy cane, kendo (laughs) stick, and also shopping carts are legal match. (laughs) So we've got a pretty exhilarating contest so far. But mind you, just because those specific items are legal, we still have to adhere to tag rules. In Sunshine Machine, they're already kind of doing some some cheating, so they're using the candy canes to extend the tag rope. So it's Chuck Mambo, at, at this point, is just standing in the middle of the ring at all times. And finally, we get that fiery comeback after Alec Price is getting worked over by the machines, where Mark Haskins makes the hot tag and bites through the candy canes. And thus, Chuck Mambo is now no longer in the legal position, and they get disqualified. So your winners by disqualification, Bites McGee Busters, Alec Price, and Mark Haskins. We move things along to our backstage area. We've got the sole tag team champion, George South, and he's got a live mic. And so we see him in the parking lot, and he's walking towards the camera, and he's doing his thing. Everybody looks ugly and fat. Everybody looks weird and smells bad, and he hates coming to this town because we're in – that's right. We're currently running in um, the Vatican City. (laughs) And George South says that there's a good reason why he hasn't wrestled here in 32 years And he's so upset that he has to come back here because it just smells horrible. And everyone looks weird and wrinkly and old. But not him because he has two belts. He he wrestled there 32 years ago in the Vatican City. Yes. Don't you remember? No. No, I do not. Well, you're not a good wrestling fan, man. Well, you're probably Uh, far too young to have seen George South's first bout in the Vatican. 
So did he party with the uh, Pope? Pope was his manager George South for that match. is a man of mystery and international intrigue. We may never know. That's fair. <laughs> and then as George South is walking through the back and making his way towards the ring while he's trying to really get in a jump on how much time he's technically been allotted for this promo. So he's making his way and he's talking about how he's surprised they even allowed him back here after he whooped the Pope's ass last time. <laughs> and so he finally makes it down into the entrance ramp. He's spitting on people in the crowd. He's throwing everything from popcorn to candy canes to more popcorn. <laughs> and he gets in the ring and then immediately gets out and is still cutting his promo, walking back up the ramp and back into the backstage area. And he's back to the parking garage, but who do we find? Santa Claus himself and all those reindeer. Hell yeah. And so, so like any good sorry, soul I, tag team champion would do, he hits Rudolph with a belt shot for heat. Fuck. That's fucking but mean. as he's gloating and ruining Christmas, out of nowhere comes from the rafters diving through with a double... F- er, 1080, that's what it is. It's Action Mike. <laughs> and he's here to get his half of the belt back. And also the wait, other half. Okay, never mind, go ahead. What do you mean? Are you, are you not following up with a straightforward story, Yady? I was more confused about why they were sharing a belt and why he only wanted half of it. Uh, yeah, he's humble. <laughs> so we set up for our next end of the year joint spooktacular event. We have Action Mike Jackson versus George South. Only it will not be for the tag belts. Unfortunately, George did win those by himself fair and square. However, Belt shotting Rudolph is unbecoming of a champion in the Global Force Wrestling League, so we have no choice but to strip him Boo. of his belts. Which will be crowned later tonight. Ooh. More on that later. Bye, gimmick. But more on that. <laughs> yeah, later, actually. <laughs> So now moving things along, we've got singles competition. We've got Kaido Ishida versus Trish Adora, accompanied to the ring by Darius Lockhart. We get a fun little CMLL five-minute banger, but it's just technical wrestling. Boo! And quick tap out for the other company's tag champ. And Trish Adora gets the win. And Darius Lockhart starts cutting a promo about how he has been running things in Global Force since he's banded together with Trishador, but Billy Dixon could be a part of this dynasty if he would mm. only listen. Moving things along, we have an exciting affair. We have our tag team championship match. We have the Gymnasty Boys taking on the Natterday Saints to crown the new tag champs. It's a pretty steamy affair because it's a Christmas match, so all the all the Christmassy gimmicks. This is a Santa's sleigh slap fight. So can they only so, slap? Yes, only open-handed strikes. We are following the exact same format of acclaimed TBS show that five people watched Slap Fight because we have purchased the rights. <laughs> it's amazing how cheap it is to buy a TV show when the showrunner actually slaps his wife. Tactical nuke incoming! Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
But we have an overall slapper knocker of an affair. Tyler, Only stop putting me in the dick pic position. What? <laughs> what? fuck me oh yeah but they all four slap each other so fucking hard that they pass out oh and so when when we finally get them to they're both on their feet because we have to declare a winner we literally already have stuff booked for next month so like we we got to figure out the belts right now but whose music is that it's ram ranch's very own it's undeniable and they stormed the ring they slapped the piss out of gymnasty boys and natterday saints and much like tbs slap fight rules if someone runs up and just slaps the shit out of you and you can't get up they win now and they get your spot on the show so new global force global tag team champions of the globe undeniable Nice. Mm. Fantastic. So moving things along. So we cut to backstage in the locker room. We've got the sweet and spicy Shanes on standby. They're doing their stretches. Shane and Curry, man, for those that are first time tuning in. And they're doing their stretches. And Shane accidentally scuffs the back of Curry man's shoe. Curry man's fucking heated. So they start pushing each other. And then things just get out of control. They're ripping lockers off of the wall. They flipped a Toyota. (laughs) And so we have no choice. Clearly these two have just become too unstable to be on the same locker room, let alone a tag team. So only one may remain. We bring things down to our Christmas tree casket match. (laughs) Explain this. So there's a casket and it's wrapped in Christmas lights. And you have to undo the lights first to get the casket open. And then when you open it, there's a fucking Christmas tree in there. So you got to get that out. (laughs) And then you got to get the Christmas tree up to the top of the ramp and set it somewhere. And then get down. Get back in there and put your opponent in the casket and close it and then scream fa la 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 la. It sounds like as much of a clusterfuck as my uh my Christmas tree match. No, this is good wrestling. Yeah, I'm I'm following this one so far. Oh fuck off. <laughs> so we've got Shane and Curry Man. They as soon as the bell rings, they immediately just start hitting fucking dives on each other. Shane's doing tope con helos out the fucking wazoo. Curry man is modest, so he just does a whole lot of axe handle drops. And ultimately, those tope con helo spams end up cast- costing Shane the momentum because Curry man shimmies out of the way (laughs) and shane goes straight into the fucking crowd absolutely demolishing one of our special celebrity attendees fucking eight shit which one snooki jay-z um that's a that's a loss i like that jay-z is at the vatican for this show (laughs) yeah he lo- If there's two things he is widely known for loving, it is professional wrestling and Catholicism. Catholicism. <laughs> Sounds legit. Yeah. Yeah. And so, moving things along, back to our match. So, Jay-Z and Shane are starting to get into it, which luckily gives Curryman enough time to undo the lights around the casket. And so 
Jay-Z hits a choke slam on Shane onto a bunch of fans. And then Shane no-sells it and gives a choke slam back to Jay-Z, who also no-sells it. They shake each other's hand, and Shane hops back over the guardrail. I'm glad I'm cool with Jay-Z like that, though. <laughs> That's, That's what think. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Shane sneaks up behind Curry Man, bonks him over the back of the head grabs the Christmas tree out of the casket and starts beating Curry Man with it. He beats him unconscious and dumps Curry Man in there, slams the lid, and he starts gloating. But the bell doesn't ring. Do you know why, JD? Because it's easy to follow? (laughs) (laughs) So Shane starts arguing with senior referee Zac Efron. What? <laughs> and so he starts beefing with him, and you know, Efron, he always gets in a huff and is like, Don't make me put my iron claw coming December 22nd on you. <laughs> He's always saying that. He's always saying shit like that. Yeah, I just and heard so the they're getting into it, and Zach Efron has to explain the, explain the straightforward rules. You did not say fa la 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 la. And before he can even get out a fa, Curry Man's head just fucking launches through the casket. Damn. Like a, like a sweet and spicy undertaker that supports police reform. And so, Curry Man, like you do, just stands up out of the coffin without opening the lid. And he's hulking up and he starts leveling Shane out with some clotheslines. You might even say it was a thick blue line (laughs) across Shane's neck, the way. He was getting hit with so many clotheslines. It was at least two minutes of just clothesline, stand-up clothesline. And then finally, he's got him down to one knee because Shane doesn't want to sell that much for bald people. (laughs) And so Curry Man has no choice but to scoop slam him up, spin him around four times. Michunoku driver into the casket, slams it down, and puts his face there in the hole that he made and screams, fa la 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 la, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Tough night for Shane Daniels getting fired from two two places. But it's not over, because here to collect the casket, it's Jay-Z and Beyonce. She was also here. She was just... (laughs) Getting concessions. <laughs> okay. And so, so they drag away the casket and then they both do the little Undertaker fist and then they just throw it over where the Christmas tree was. Fuck me, right? I mean, maybe you should have remembered the rules, the very not scuff Curry Man shoes. That's the lesson I took away from this. So our co-main event, the Next Gen Championship, Adam Priest versus Billy Dixon, which unfortunately doesn't really get to get underway. You see, this was set to be a a signature two out of three tables match, something we're all known, know and love Global Force Wrestling for. But Darius Lockhart and Trish Adora jump Billy Dixon as he's making his entrance. And they're pummeling him with those candy canes, kendo sticks, and the shopping carts that were left over from the opener. And unfortunately, Billy Dixon will not be able to compete in this next-gen championship match. And Darius Lockhart then locks his eyes with Adam Priest and starts doing the little I'm hungry thing. And we have now 
confirmation from the champ himself at our next and final show for the year we have darius lockhart versus adam priest for the next gen championship but oh wait billy dixon just threw our ring announcer at darius lockhart and grabs the mac mike and says he's in the match too so that's happening exciting and now we have our long awaited mystery christmas surprise global championship of the globe global force wrestling global championship match nick gage will once again be having an open challenge only this open challenge is answered by a big old present and so a bunch of little elves and goblins the real kind bring out this big old fucking colossal present and they set it in the ring and but notice a few of the elves are starting to pass out from the smell of the package. And they're really struggling to lift it. So this must be a crazy surprise. And oh, shit, it's fucking cruel. <laughs> no, I just figured they were huffing paint. No, cruel just, I assume, smells bad if he's a serial killer and also technically a swamp monster. Those are That's valid. I mean, out of all the things about cruel's character i don't know that there's been any like kayfabe segments that establish cruel takes showers (laughs) (laughs) so obviously it was a stinky present and extra stinky for nick gage because cruel is molly whopping our global champion of the globe and he is dumping him to Anfro. He hits him with uh, what's that sh- shitty little power slam Bronco Strongleman did? The little running rank number? Uh, exactly, a power slam. So that thing. Cruel does that from the top rope through the announcer's table to the outside with Nick Gage. And also lands on his feet somehow. That's crazy. Because he's so fucking Damn. tall. And just as we think it's down and out, Nick Gage is laying there by the announcer tables. Our senior announcers are freaking out because they don't have a table anymore. I would be too. (laughs) And who can we call on to rally Nick Gage back? Celebrity guests, Jay-Z, Beyonce, RoboCop, and the Pope himself descending from the fucking rafters and so he comes down and while he's suspending down he's shooting the his pope lasers at cruel but cruel's impervious to it because he doesn't believe in religion only cruel and more on that later that'll become integral shut the fuck up next month And so as soon as the Pope lands, massive fucking spear from Cruel. He lays the Pope Pope out. out? Yes. Wow. Fucking rad. And then Gage tries and Jay-Z are trying to defend the Pope. And Cruel's knocking them down too. He throws Jay-Z at Beyonce. (laughs) <laughs> that's the most cruel thing ever he double choke right. slams both nick gage and the pope but while he has them in the air like bonks their heads and then choke slams them down and then we get the finish he wraps himself in light tubes with christmas lights and does a picture perfect best moonsault ever onto both the Pope and Nick Gage. He stacks the Pope onto Nick Gage and then pins him using the Pope as a prop. Your new Global Force Wrestling Global Champion of not just the Vatican City, but the whole damn globe. Cruel. And so by this point, things have gotten out of hand. Pope's uh, special Jedi guards are storming out to try to stop cruel but before they can even get there who the fuck is jumping over these biblically beautiful barricades it's the cult of cash 
Oh, no. And they start punching the fans. They pick up Jay-Z and Beyonce and run off to the back with them and then come out and very loudly declare, you'll never guess where we set them. And then they start tearing down the ring. Brad Cash starts biting off the ropes. It's fucking vicious, bro. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. Oh, thank God. I mean, what? <laughs> I did just want to check. Uh, Action packed show. Uh, again, keeping notes as we go along with each show. Um, you you did feature animals in yours, if I'm not mistaken, nine of them. Now, wait a minute. I, I didn't hear the first animal in that show. Bat person. Next segment, George South murders Rudolph. Which, uh, Santa has nine reindeer. Uh, yeah. Not anymore. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So. Okay. Uh, and honestly, George South also counts as an animal. That's a valid point. All right. Uh, we still have another card to go through. Just keeping notes. All right, Shane, what's yours? So uh, we're going to have Jingle Slam 1 because every good indie show always has some shitty fucking yearly show. So I figured why not Christmas and we'll call it Jingle Slam. Uh, Show opens with the dragons and undeniable brawling all over the uh, arena here. The locker room clears out and... uh, I come out and make a match for the main event for the Global Force Championship, Tag Team Championships. Um, I novel and Dragons, and I add the stipulation, whoever takes the pin has to leave Ram Ranch Professional Wrestling because this is just out of hand. These guys got to get this, get out of here. So we open up the show with a money shot championship. Casey Owens versus the asshole Curry Man got me fired from Global Force. Um, Casey wanted to uh, Casey wanted to challenge Curry Man to a curry eating contest and told him that he could eat it first and then he would go second and whoever spits the curry out loses. And uh, Curryman eats his, Casey eats his, spits it out. Curryman, new champion. But I come out and say, hey, uh, Casey gets his rematch right now. And Casey rolls him up. One, two, three. Casey Owens wins the Money Shop Championship for a second time. The first two-time champion. Historic moment. Yes, very historic moment here at Jingle Slam because we want to make moments that you'll remember. Damn, Shane, how does it feel knowing that Curry Man cost you a job and then took your belt for a minute there, too? I know. I, I couldn't have that fucking shit, so that's why we had Casey get his get back there. Um, Second match, we have half of the... Ram Ranch Professional Wrestling Champions, Tag Team Champions, Jeter versus Big O. It's everything you expect from a big old bunch of beefy men slapping meat, beating the hell out of each other. Oh, Jeter. like an old holiday ham match. Yeah. It's like when you open your present at Christmas and it's just like an array of summer sausage. Yes. Hell that's yeah. exactly what this match was. And at the end of it, uh, Jeter pulls off a turnbuckle cover. O comes in. He slams his head, then gives him a belly to belly. One, two, three. Jeter wins. Third match. Open challenge for the Global Force World Championship of the World. Champion Cruel versus Menace. Menace comes out. Hits Cruel with everything but the kitchen sink. Cool finally gets a hold of him, hits him with a power bomb. One, two, three. Lights go out. Video starts playing on the uh, monitor, and it's just a limousine pulling up. Wonder who that could be. It's Paul Lee. 
Paul E. No. Fuck no. <laughs> um, we come back from that. Call to Cash comes out, cuts a promo. Jaden interrupts, says he wants one last shot uh, for the Ram Ranch Wrestling Championship. Brad tells him, no, he's done and he's moving on. I come out and tell Jaden he can have one more shot if he earns it in a Feast or Fired match next month. Joining him will be Effie, Big O, Wade, Seven, and Andrew Thomas. I was getting main started. event, Dragons versus Undeniable for the Global Force Tag Team Championships. Whoever gets pinned has to leave Ram Ranch. Match breaks away from the ring. They start fighting all over. Ref starts counting slow. In the last few seconds, they all hit the ring back and forth. Wade holds Shane. Coach hits Wade by accident. Shane hits Coach with a cutter for the one, two, three undeniable wins. Lights go out. And who is it? It's fucking Nick Gage in a prefera of Global Force wrestlers hitting the ring and all hell starts breaking loose. Finally, security has to break it up and we go off the air. Game, set, match. Suck my dick. That's thrilling. Mm, I don't know. Your show's finale didn't possibly spark a war. I don't know. I mean, like, it. there's a war between us, but I think I think the Cult of Cash might have a bit more on their hands than Global Force Wrestling. Also, I was expecting it to just be Jay-Z and Beyonce coming for you in the limo. No. Had to give that classic WCW feel. So, uh, Richard Jenkins, down to you. Who wins tonight? So I've been taking extensive notes throughout this entire process. Looks like it. I'm going to go through uh, the shows one by one uh, in the order that you did them. J.D., I think that, as usual, you bring that classic uh, wrestling feel to your show. Uh, pretty straightforward matches. Uh, we know the stakes. We know what's at what's uh, at risk here. The Christmas tree ladder match was probably the highlight of the night for me. Um, but you did not feature any animals during your show. Uh, so that's a huge minus for you. What if I tell you um, there were raccoons in the Christmas tree? Nope. No, you can't you can't you can't retcon this, man. Uh Tyler? Yes. Mr. Thank you, Sutton. I enjoyed the show. I'm a big believer in PBS. I am a viewer <laughs> like me, and I do support um what they do. I really <laughs> that means that makes the world of me and my talent. Yeah. The problem is I couldn't make the show. And so I was watching live, and you lost your camera partially through. So I couldn't finish <laughs> the whole thing. Well, <laughs> the fan cams haven't gone up on YouTube yet. Yeah. So I have no idea what happened. I did hear from some other people there were also no animals in your show. So That's kind of true. That's, that's, that's a huge disappointment. Um, Will, uh, honestly, probably, uh, the most involved pay-per-view of the night, which is saying something after, uh, PBS's track record, uh, for other shows. Uh, I do, I do love the fact that the Pope got beat up. Uh, I also love that, uh, Jay-Z was not only a guest, but a weapon during the show. Um, I like that you finally helped bring awareness to the Pope lasers and the Jedis that they have. Uh, you also did have the cross promotion with Shane, which was absolutely thrilling. It's always fun when, when you can see, uh, you know, uh, the two universes collide. I think everyone's wanting Global Force and Ram Ranch, uh, to have some sort of crossover. 
It was a matter of time. It was delightful. Um, you also featured a number of animals during your show. So that's huge. Uh, Shane, you, much like JD, have a, a more classic approach to your show. Uh, I think that the stakes were strong throughout. Um, I like the variety of the matches. I like that Casey was able to get uh, his uh, revenge against Curryman. Uh, the surprise crossover with Global Force, again, top-notch storytelling. Uh, I was hoping to see more of what had been established at the Vatican, and I'm glad you delivered. Uh, so top-notch work all the way around for all of you. Um, and I think, again, you featured zero animals in your show. Hold on. To be fair... I would count the cult of cash as a bunch of animals. I will, no, I will actually give him that. Not only is Nick Gage an animal because he got the, so many fucking dogs in him. Brad Cash demonstrated that he is an animal. See, I set something up to help you, Shane, because I knew you wouldn't spring the budget on animals. So <laughs> Brad Cash is declared an animal because he ate my ring ropes. Okay. The problem with that, though, is that in addition to human animals, you also still had real animals, too, and human-animal hybrids. Shane did none of that. Uh, so, points docked. And I think it should be pretty obvious, based off of my scoring metrics, who the winner is. And that would be me. I clearly am the best the promoter fuck? out of all of you. What the fuck? Um, robbed. You again. have all disappointed me thoroughly. Uh, I mean, I I I don't know what most of y'all were thinking. Uh, and I thought I thought Jake was a shit commissioner. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, this goes back to me and my uh, clash at Korea. One. <laughs> 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 Which so, Korea, Richard? What? Which Korea, Richard? North Korea. Oh. I made I made that show thirty years ago, and um, yeah, I went for the last territory war. I went last one and this one because I'm commissioner. I'm allowed to do that. So well, you well, heard that here first. We'll have the actual commissioner listen and give him our yeah. Can't fucking talk. Way too fucked up. That's well, because you're too distracted by two-time region war champion territory bout whatchamacallit winner Richard Jenkins. Bang, bang, bitches. It is all me. Two times in a row. Unless oh you did another gosh. one in between, in which case I, I didn't listen. Well, that concludes Territory Wars. We'll have the actual commissioner listen to it and give us his opinion on who won um we got what two more episodes after this we got two more and 10 will be the finale hopefully maybe tyler and jd will jump in on the joint show too uh, pbs doesn't pay enough for me to do a joint show well we get sponsors though we'll figure it they out they also are down a camera <laughs> They're also down a camera, and their sponsors only buy peeps for the show. Also, so. also your sponsors are more like concepts instead of actual companies. So. <laughs> oh, no, we got Radio Shack in our back pocket. Well. Oh, I have bad news for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll be in your feeds in the next week. Uh, since Jake isn't here, Richard, what do they got to do? Um make sure that I'm in the next territory war so I can win yet again and bring money. Mm-hmm.